Sooners are in Blacksburg getting set for the Super Regional, which starts here tomorrow afternoon. And we are joined now by Evan Hughes, the uh, play-by-play voice for Virginia Tech baseball. Evan, good morning. How are you today? Toby, I'm great. How are you? How was the flight into Blacksburg? It was uh, gra- It was easy and beautiful. Beautiful. Just this is beautiful country you guys live in up here. I remember that from nine years ago, just how pretty it is up here. No doubt about it. It's uh, definitely the best time of the year right now. I always joke when the students leave, this is the best three months of the year that they're missing out on. And then they come back, mountains and snow, and, you know, December, January, February, the winds of the mountains bring in. But uh, this is the best time of the year. And, and no doubt, nine years ago, I think that's a common theme that you and I are going to talk a lot about on the broadcast this weekend, is there are a ton of similarities between these two teams. Well, uh, speaking of being in an airplane, Give me the 30,000-foot view of this season for Virginia Tech and, and how we got to this point. Well, when Coach Sheff was hired back in uh, 2018, you know, he took over the program the same year that uh, Skip Johnson took over the Oklahoma program. And the mantra that Coach Sheff has had, and you'll see it all over the park, and he uses it on social media, is uh, B-I-I-B, and that's build it in Blacksburg. That's been the mantra and everything that he has done since he took over this job in 2018, which, you know, going back nine years ago when Oklahoma beat Virginia Tech for a regional in Blacksburg, things had kind of gone downhill after Pete Hughes left for Oklahoma. And they elevated an assistant in Pat Mason, and it didn't work out. And in comes John Sheff after the job that he did in Maryland and uh, started hitting the recruiting trail very hard and got the right pieces in order this year. Last year, the Hokies took a step forward, led the Coastal in April, and then kind of sputtered down the, the last month or so and missed out on the NCAA tournament. But this is a team that started 0-4 in the ACC and was swept by Georgia Tech the opening weekend in Atlanta, despite leading two games going bottom nine, bottom 14. And they're sitting there 0-4, and then they turned it around. They won nine straight ACC series. They won the ACC regular season title um, for the first time in program history and uh, has won its first regional for the first time in program history. I think the thing that Oklahoma fans need to know about this Tech team, though, is that the offense is really what makes it go. And this lineup, top to bottom, headlined by Gavin Cross, who has the potential to be a top-ten pick later this year. Uh, it's been a very fun team to watch. They had the second-most homers of any team in the country, and uh, they love to bring out that sledgehammer as much as they can after the home runs. Yeah, but dig into the lineup there a little bit more on me. What is it that makes him so good? Well, I mean, top, top to bottom, I, mean, I think it's the ability to hit for power everywhere, one through nine in its lineup. And I, I don't even know if when Coach Chef brought this group together, if he truly knew just how, how powerful a team it was going to be from, a, uh, from that standpoint. But, I mean, Nick, Nick Bittison sits the table uh, at the top of the lineup. He's up to three fifty three right now in his average. And then you go – Cross in the two-hole, Tanner Schobel, who could be uh, a top-five-round pick, I think, in the three-hole, who's hit 73 RBIs on the year, team-best 18 home runs. Uh, Jack Hurley has been a guy who went from a freshman All-American last year to hitting uh, 380 right now. And then you've got even a freshman like Carson Martini uh, in your nine-hole that's hit 14 homers and over 40 RBIs. So, uh, I mean, but while they can hit for power, this is a team that's utilized small ball, too. I mean, Jack Hurley loves to bunt for base hits. This team had back-to-back safety squeeze bunts in the 8-9 hole that scored run against Columbia on Friday. They'll do whatever it takes to get on base. And um, 
You know, another thing about this team, too, while it's good offensively, is really just no ego with this team. I mean, this group just quite simply really wants to win games, and I think you see that, by the way, they score runs. They'll do it with the long ball. They'll do it with small ball. Whatever they have to do, they'll find ways to get on base. Talking to Evan Hughes, Virginia Tech play-by-play voice, game one between OU and the Hokies coming up 2 o'clock Central time tomorrow afternoon. Let's talk about the pitching a little bit. Uh, Drew Hackenberg, one of the most highly touted freshmen in America. I anticipate, tell me if I'm wrong, he'll get the ball in game one. Griffin Green, I believe, has been your number two guy, and then we'll see after that. What can you tell us about Drew Hackenberg? Yeah, I mean, Hackenberg, and for those that are wondering, hey, that Hackenberg name, does it sound familiar? It is. He is the younger brother of former Penn State quarterback Christian Hackenberg, who went on to be a second-round pick by the New York Jets. Uh, comes from a very athletic family, of course. I mean, he's, had a, he's got a brother in minor league baseball as well, a brother that's playing major league soccer, and he is the youngest uh, of the Hackenberg brothers. And he's come in and been everything you'd uh, expect to be. And, and sometimes you forget that he is truly a freshman. Uh, led the ACC in ERA this year, was tied for the ACC in wins. Uh, I think it came down to Hackenberg and Tommy Whites, or better known as uh, Tommy Tanks from NC State to be the, the league's freshman of the year. But he's got a really good fastball that is almost a true sinker, uh, that when it's going, he can throw that for strikes, and it's a pitch that he'll throw 80% of the time because it's got so much movement on it. I, I think the thing that's impressed me most about Drew, Toby, is the fact that he just nothing really seems to rattle him much. I mean, he pitched in front of 3,500 fans, which is a regular season record for Tech in April against then number two Miami, went eight innings. Hokies played at Fenway Park earlier this year against Boston College for the ALS awareness game, went seven innings. Uh, When he gets runners, I mean, just nothing truly seems to phase him. Only went four innings on Friday against Wright State. Hokies played Wright State three times earlier this year. And, I mean, you could tell me Wright State, I'm telling you, that's a really good four seed that took Tennessee down to the wire last year in a Knoxville regional. Um, and then Griffin Green behind him. Now, this year in the regular season, Griffin Green was the Friday starter for Tech, and Hackenberg was the Saturday starter. We've seen Hackenberg go at the ACC tournament to end pool play. Tech didn't advance down, and then he got the ball in game one of the regional. So still don't know who will get the ball um, tomorrow, but Hackenberg has been the guy over the last two weeks that has gotten the ball first uh, in postseason formats. Tell me more about Griffin Green. When, when we see him, what's he like? Yeah, well, Griffin Green's, I mean, just truly a grinder. And I remember Coach Jeff telling me earlier in the year that he has the, his exact words where he is the perfect personality to be a Friday guy for this team. He was a, a bullpen midweek guy last year as a true freshman. And then in the offseason, the Hokies lost all three of its starting pitchers to the draft at its number one bullpen option. So Green, who's from Chelmsford, Massachusetts, was only really recruited by UMass Lowell coming out of high school. He took an extra prep year there, and within two weeks, he got on Virginia Tech's radar, signed, committed to Tech last year, limited action, then went to the Cape Cod League and really thrived in the Cape, actually started the championship series. And that's something that Coach Chef really harps on, is that he was so impressed that his manager with the talent that was there in the Cape, they gave him the ball in game one. So he goes from being a, a midweek relief guy last year to the Friday guy this year. Uh, he's got another fastball that's going to hit about 90-92. Got a cutter that could go in there. Change up as well. I mean, one of his best starts came at Virginia this year when he went seven innings. He gave up one hit. 
I think similarly to the difference between Drew and Griffin, I think Drew's a little bit more of a strikeout pitcher, and, and Griffin's the kind of guy that's going to let his defense make plays behind him. And I, I mentioned it with Drew, but I think even more so with Griffin, like he really drives from the stretch and can operate with runners on base. He's an emotional guy. I think the defense really likes playing behind him. Uh, only went two innings on Saturday against Columbia before the Hokies' 14-run fourth inning. They actually brought in their Sunday starter in Jordan Eber in relief. So that's the thing about Tech starting pitching. Hackenberg went four Friday. Green went two on Saturday. And Eber went two in a relief. So um, they should be pretty well-rested coming into this Super Regional against Oklahoma. What has the, uh, you know, I've seen a little bit of your games, obviously, this past weekend and some video coming into uh, this weekend. The atmosphere right now in Blacksburg for this baseball team looks like it's pretty incredible. It, it really has been. I mean, uh, the, the regional and the super regional have sold out within, I think, two minutes back-to-back weeks. And I, and I go back to the mantra of build it in Blacksburg. That's been a key piece to this. Toby, and I, I can remember back in when Coach Chef took over, and again, literally uh, just tying it together, from that regional in 2013 that Oklahoma took tech, you know, head coach leaves for OU, and then things kind of go south, but they have renovated this ballpark and put millions of dollars into it from the last time you were here. And so you bring in Coach Chef, added excitement, and then I really think this atmosphere and its fan base took off last year because the, the COVID restrictions started to get lifted by the time that spring baseball was here, and they were allowing allowing a thousand fans in the stands, and that's when its student section was created for baseball. And there was this added buzz about baseball, who had some success last year and had its first ever series win against Carolina and at Miami. And then this year, especially over the last two months, it has been, I mean, really fantastic crowds. A lot of the GA seating is behind the third base dugout in the grass and. You've got people getting in there right as the gates open 90 minutes before. I think it's going to be a really great atmosphere. And and Virginia Tech right now I think is enjoying its best ever season in terms of its athletic department top to bottom. I mean, softball just made a super regional. Uh, You've got, I mean, both soccer programs, baseball's playing well. So I think think this fan base is truly really excited about this team because, A, you know, they're winning, but B, I also think they play an exciting brand of baseball that can make it really fun to come to the ballpark for three to four hours. So I, I expect a, a sold-out crowd of about three to, you know, three to 3,500, uh, 3,000 fans there this weekend. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Evan Hughes, the play-by-play voice for Virginia Tech Baseball. Evan, thanks so much. I appreciate the restaurant recommendation as well that you gave me. I will definitely hit that up, and uh, we'll see you here, I'm sure, in the not-too-distant future. Looking forward to meeting you. I'm telling you, PK is the way to go. Get the wings. You won't be disappointed. But thanks so much for having me on. It's going to be a great weekend for baseball. It really is. Thank you, Evan.